0: SECTION 23 OF SCENES IN EUROPE This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Greg Giordano SCENES IN EUROPE For the amusement and instruction of little tarry at home travellers by isaac taylor chapter twenty three denmark sixty four copenhagen denmark is only a small tongue of land projecting from the north of germany into the sea yet has it been very powerful reigning over norway also and sweden from thence poured forth great numbers whose incessant attacks upon england Obtained more or less dominion over it for two hundred years, especially in the time of Alfred and under Canute. Of late years, the despotism of the court has produced much misery among the people. The dominions of the King of Denmark dip a little into Germany, but the seat of government is at Copenhagen, a beautiful city built with regularity and some splendor. It has during the last war been brought into notice by the attacks made on it twice by the english who brought away all their shipping to prevent their joining the french denmark itself presents but few curiosities unless we mention the village of anglin near sleswick from whence came the angles or saxons so called who by settling in britain gave names to several kingdoms which at last issued in england or angle land 65. DANISH WATCHMAN It is a custom worth our notice that the Danish watchman, as he goes his rounds at bedtime, stops occasionally and puts up a prayer to God to preserve the city from fire. He also warns the inhabitants to be careful of their candles. This is quite right to join prayer to God with our own carefulness and our own carefulness with prayer to God. Father whose all seeing eye pierces darkness as the day, safe within thy care I lie, hear me when I humbly pray Thee I own thy guardian power Keeps one's sleep my sense in chains, guards from harm in midnight hour, murderous hands or feverish veins, guards from smouldering blazing fire, how beyond my utmost care Though I see each spark expire, Still I trust to thee by prayer. 66. The Blind Workman It is a great mercy to have all our senses preserved, Especially our eyesight, Those who see are apt to forget its value. However, when persons have been deprived of sight, A vigorous mind will act, And sometimes in a way which quite surprises us, there is in the royal museum in copenhagen a cabinet curiously constructed of ivory and ebony by a man who was entirely blind let no one who has the use of his eyes say i can't do it when such admirable things have been done by persons laboring under blindness many instances have been known of blind persons who have excelled in various arts in music frequently the blind fiddler is often seen mr stanley a famous organist was blind mr sanderson who read lectures in astronomy and mathematics at cambridge lost his sight when about three years old yet was one of the best lecturers of his time our great poet milton is another instance though he did not lose his sight till late in life there are persons who undertake to teach the blind even to write, and in many things to gain a livelihood, a noble charity assisting and supporting a helpless and pitiable sort of people. If the blind can excel me, it sure is a shame, but none shall e'er tell me that thus I am to blame my eyes, I will use em and mind all I see, nor idle abuse em as useless to me. What work can I do now, like that poor blind man? I've nothing to show now, but will if I can. I ought to be learning, so good are my eyes. I then may be earning my daily supplies. Though now my good father provides for my need, I'm sure I should rather be useful indeed. End of Section 23 Recording by Greg Giordano, Newport, Ritchie, Florida.